under mounting pressure to take action against Russia after its invasion of Ukraine, the leadership of world football's governing body agreed on a range of measures that would take effect for Russia's crucial World Cup qualifying playoff. But the proposals, a ban on Russia's name, flag and anthem and a neutral side for its games, do not include the all-out ban on Russia's national team that its opponents are demanding, making it unclear if the punishments will resolve the confrontation or if the games will be played at all while. Russia was drawn against Poland as part of a four-team group for one of Europe's final places in the World Cup in Qatar. If Russia were to win its game against Poland, it would meet Sweden or the Czech Republic for a place in Qatar when the tournament kicks off. Russia's first playoff match and the potential second game had been scheduled to be played in Moscow meanwhile. The three other countries involved in the battle for the World Cup place, Poland, Sweden and the Czech Republic have all refused to play Russia under any circumstances as a protest against Russia's invasion of neighboring Ukraine. Several top players, including Poland's Robert Lewandowski, FIFA's reigning World Player of the Year, have backed the decision to boycott any games involving Russia. It is the right decision, I can't imagine playing a match with the Russian national team in a situation when armed aggression in Ukraine continues. Russian footballers and fans are not responsible for this, but we can't pretend that nothing is happening," Robert Lewandowski wrote on Twitter. Those statements, and similar ones by other players, have created intense pressure on FIFA to remove Russia from the competition as other football bodies have already taken action against Russia, European football's governing body stripped the Russian city St. Petersburg of this year's Champions League final, and England's football federation said it would not play Russia in any international games for the foreseeable future out of solidarity with Ukraine, and to wholeheartedly condemn the atrocities being committed by the Russian leadership, furthermore. A group of FIFA top leaders sought to find a way out of the simmering confrontation by agreeing to penalize Russia in order that its team would be allowed to play only in neutral venues and in empty stadiums, that it must play without its flag or national anthem, and only if its team agreed to be known as the Football Union of Russia, rather than Russia. Cesare Kulesa, the president of Poland's Soccer Federation, called FIFA's decision totally unacceptable. In a post on Twitter, he added, We are not interested in participating in this game of appearances. Our stance remains intact, Polish national team will not play with Russia, no matter what the name of the team is while. Karl-Erik Nilsson, the president of Sweden's football federation, also said it would not play Russia, and urged FIFA to cancel the playoff matches involving the country. FIFA's measures are only the first step in actions against the country's football teams, said three senior football officials familiar with the organization's discussions, and a harsher penalty. Most likely an all-out ban on Russian teams could be imposed if Russia's attacks on Ukraine continue or if it refuses to abide by penalties as the measures mirror some of the penalties imposed against Russian teams by the International Olympic Committee after Russia was caught running a large, state-sponsored doping program. Those punishments have been widely ridiculed as inadequate by athletes and Olympic officials from other countries. They also may not be enough to persuade Russia's rivals to agree to share a field with a Russian team and put FIFA in the uncomfortable position of expelling three of its members from the playoff and thus allowing Russia to advance unchallenged to the World Cup football's showcase event. FIFA declined to comment beyond its statement on the proposed punishments against Russia or the opposition of the three other federations who have vowed not to play it, while Russia's Football Federation, known as the RFU, meanwhile, rejected even the suggestion that it would not play the game, or games, as scheduled in Moscow. At the moment, the RFU has not received any information from FIFA regarding the likelihood of postponing or cancelling the World Cup qualifiers in Moscow, the Russian Federation said. We do not see any legal grounds for cancelling the playoff game between the Russian and Polish national teams and the subsequent meeting with Sweden or the Czech Republic. 
the RFU continues to prepare for these games Meanwhile, Russia, its top leaders and several wealthy individuals and companies have already been targeted by the West with heavy penalties that are having an immediate effect on life in the country, including a ban on air travel by Russian airlines to most parts of Europe. That prohibition would most likely make finding a venue for any game involving the Russian team difficult. Russia is already widely considered a pariah in international sporting circles after a years-long, state-backed doping program corrupted a series of international sporting events, including world championships and multiple editions of the Olympic Games. If Russia's team qualifies for the World Cup, and if it is allowed to play in the tournament, it will not be allowed to use its flag, play its anthem, or be known by its regular name under an existing set of punishments issued two years ago by the global anti-doping regulator. Those penalties do not cover qualification games, while RB Leipzig manager Tedesco said he was unconvinced of the benefit of boycotting matches against Russia and their team, questioning who such a move benefits. History shows that it always hits the wrong people, first and foremost the athletes and the fans. His stance seems somewhat at odds with the national associations meanwhile. Chelsea's Russian owner Roman Abramovich announced he was handing them the stewardship and care of the club. The billionaire, who would remain the club's owner, made the move amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Members of the charitable foundation met to discuss the situation. But some have concerns over whether charity commission rules would allow them to run the club, and the foundation's lawyers are now exploring what can be done. There are also understood to be some members of the foundation concerned about their legal liability if they agree to take on responsibility for running the club. The announcement from Abramovich said, I have always taken decisions with the club's best interest at heart. I remain committed to these values. That is why I am today giving trustees of Chelsea's charitable foundation the stewardship and care of Chelsea FC. I believe that currently they are in the best position to look after the interests of the club, players, staff, and fans. Following Abramovich's statement, which did not reference the invasion of Ukraine, Chelsea released another statement, which said the situation was horrific and devastating. Chelsea's thoughts are with everyone in Ukraine. Everyone at the club is praying for peace, said the West London club. The Chelsea Supporters Trust said it was seeking urgent clarification on what Abramovich's statement means for the running of the club. It is not known yet if Abramovich will be sanctioned as part of the UK government's measures against Russia as understands Chelsea are not for sale, and the £1.5 billion loan their owner gave to the club is not being called in. Abramovich is one of Russia's richest people and is believed to be close to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The Chelsea Foundation runs the club's community and education departments as well as other charitable activities. Its chairman is U.S. lawyer Bruce Buck, who is also chairman of the club as a whole. The foundation's other trustees are Chelsea women's team manager Emma Hayes, the club's director of finance Paul Ramos, British Olympic Association chair Sir Hugh Robertson, FAIR, Football Against Racism in Europe, chief PR Power, and lawyer John Devine. During Abramovich's time at Chelsea, the club have won the Champions League twice, both the Premier League and FA Cup five times, the Europa League twice, and the League Cup three times while the Chelsea Supporters Trust said it was ready to work with the trustees of the Chelsea Foundation in order to ensure the long-term interests of the club and supporters. We stand with the people of Ukraine meanwhile. The UK Labour Member of Parliament Chris Bryan tweeted, Unless and until Roman Abramovich condemns the criminal invasion of Ukraine I will continue to call for the UK to sanction him and seize and freeze assets. While the UK Conservative government said it would not be drawn on the claims made about Roman Abramovich. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.